You gotta open your throat, relax your jaw. So much music. You played that music in the middle of the night. Rock and roll. Gotta hate rock and roll. It's catchy, right? Let's get this party dumped in. It's unfair that we can't listen to our music because it is about drugs and promiscuous sex. It's music news you can use. For March 23rd, 2021. Lollapalooza founder and Jane's Addiction frontman Perry Farrell has suggested the festival may be making a comeback sooner rather than later as a result of widespread vaccination distribution. Over the weekend, Farrell posted videos across his social media of himself holding a COVID-19 vaccination receipt, having just received the vaccination. Well, I hold in my hands my license to party. It's my COVID-19 vaccination receipt. I will see you at Lollapalooza soon. Lollapalooza was one of many annual events that didn't go ahead in 2020 as a result of the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. Lollapalooza 2021 is rumored to being headlined by Journey. Sting has said he regrets reforming the police in 2007, labeling it an exercise in nostalgia. Sting, Andy Summers, and Stuart Copeland took a 19-year hiatus from the band The Police before they reunited and did a full world tour. In a recent interview with Reader's Digest, Sting said that it didn't feel the way he hoped it would. Here's a quote. At the time, I labeled the tour an exercise in nostalgia. That was simply how I felt, and it is still how I feel today. That's not a slight on the people I was with or the way things panned out. It's just how I saw it by the end. And let's be honest, that's not how I wanted to remember it, unquote. He said later in the interview that he much prefers being a solo artist because it offers more creative freedom. Meanwhile, Sting and Billy Joe Armstrong will feature on the upcoming new series of Audible's Words Plus Music. And Dave Grohl is still doing the media tour supporting the new Foo Fighters album and was in a Zoom interview with Anders Bodders from Tiny TV on YouTube when Anders showed Dave a video of a previous interview he did with Angus Young of ACDC, which sparked the story on how the two bands first met. I wasn't performing at the Grammys. I was like presenting an award or something. And um, I'm lucky to say that Paul McCartney is a friend. He was in town too. And uh, he called and said, what are you doing after the Grammys? I said, well, I think maybe me and Pat and Taylor are just gonna have a dinner. And he said, do you mind if me and Nancy come? I'm like, no, yeah, that'd be great. Then he bumps into ACDC, like in the hotel or something. And then they say, what are you doing after the show? And he says, uh, well, I'm gonna go have dinner with the Foo Fighters. Paul said, do you wanna come? And so then Paul's wife calls my wife. And then my wife says, uh, hey, do you mind if ACDC comes to dinner? <laughs> I was like, and I, I had never met. So then we had this beautiful night and there was this jazz band. It was one of the greatest nights of my entire life. That, that blows my mind. The latest album from the Foo Fighters is called Medicine at Midnight and it's their 10th studio album.
Taylor Swift has shared the handwritten note she received from Beyonce after emerging victorious at the Grammys. Both artists had successful nights at last week's ceremony, with Beyonce taking home the most awards at the ceremony, picking up four out of her nine nominations. In the process, she also broke the record for the most Grammy wins by an artist. Taylor, meanwhile, won Album of the Year for Folklore, becoming the first woman in history to win the award three times. Her Instagram stories read, Woke up to flowers from the queen of grace and greatness at Beyonce, and suddenly it's the best Friday ever. Thank you, B, and congratulations on your epic achievement Sunday night. As for the note that Beyonce wrote, here's what it said. Taylor, congratulations on your Grammy. It was great seeing you on Sunday night. Thank you for always being so supportive. Sending love to you and your family, unquote. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. Duh. Phineas O'Connell, better known as Brother of Billie Eilish. He also serves as her sole producer of her music up to this point in her career. In a recent interview on Sirius XM, he was asked on if he was protective over his sister on who produces her music. Yeah, man, how many producers have worked with Billie? Count them. <laughs> I'm super territorial. Back <laughs> off. It's mine. After a chuckle, Phineas talked about his working relationship with Billie Eilish. I just know her really well. And I know that I can make her really happy. And I work with her in Dan. Like, she does production when I work with her. You know what I mean? Like, she's credited as additional production on Bad Guy. Like, that's the coolest part about it. By the same token that we're doing a thing that I wouldn't give away to someone else, it's like, when you work with some producers, they make you sound like them. And I, I, don't, I don't want to compromise Billy's signature at all and throw her in with somebody who's like also doing other great records. Phineas also has an impressive music catalog of his own. His top-viewed music video on YouTube has garnered over 33 million views. And finally, Dua Lipa is said to have been shaken after she was mobbed by a group of fans in Mexico. Footage on social media shows the singer being surrounded by a group of frenzied fans after arriving in Mexico City this past Saturday. The situation then takes a turn for the worst as several fans rush up to her and a fan appears to grab her arm, forcing security to push her into the vehicle and subdue the person that ran up to her. Everyone is fine is the good news. Dua Lipa is in Mexico City working with Yves Saint Laurent as she confirmed on her social media pages. That's music news you can use for March 23rd, 2021. I'm Dave Wheeler.